It's Wimbledon, discipline, but yet you find anyone equivalent. Ain't no podcast similar, now you won't find no synonyms. Be produced by Q Smith, sound like it's by Timberland. JBB in charge, EG set the bar. Cool be sipping water tree and Turk gon' lay the law. Jokes may go too far, but that's just who we are. Prolific, so gifted, words that have your soul lifted. So consistent, yet so different. Ain't nobody copy that lane. Carry that torch, heat up the game Ain't nobody got that flame Different, different Man, this intro different Man, this intro ignorant And what's God good, damn. ladies and gentlemen? You know what day it is You know what time it is it's time for another rendition, edition You know I can't think of words Because I'm not good at it Of the one and only D1 Ignite Universe podcast Is your host with the most Eating toast, seeing ghost master Of a roast himself Comedy Central hit me up Jay Brown And I'm coming to you semi-live from You already know don't you don't need to know that's that's the point of all of this so today we got an interesting show it's something that you've never seen before you know we got a diversity hire but do you know we have a diversity guest i couldn't find nobody so he was the best i could do but the point of it is ladies and gentlemen this man is straight from the ag himself he is a he is a graduate of arlington Bowie. he is a vol till we die you already know bbaw and it don't stand for bring back a win he is currently a reporter in the great corn state of Nebraska. Shout out to them Huskers and the two pro athletes they made who were born underneath that sun. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Scallon, what's good? Jamal, thank you for having me, man. What an intro. What an intro. I love it. Diversity, hire, ever. This is great. That's awesome. And you know, yeah, it does not stand for bring back a win. I swear to God, every time I saw that in the paper, I was like, really? Come on, we all know what we all know what it's about, Jamal. Come on. In th- in their defense, we probably couldn't put that in the Star Telegram. So they're like, you, oh. I mean, I saw whenever uh, Mac Angle wanted to cuss, he just put you know the little symbols, the little you know stars, <laughs> the little uh, hashtags and stuff to identify. So they could have easily put uh, Bonafide Bowie and then bleeped it out. Star, Star SS. They, Star SS. We they would have known. But hey, that's why I'm not part of the Star Telegram, and that's why they never <laughs> got that subscription from me because they screwed us over. There it is. <laughs> so, Joe, you you're you're a fan of the show. You're at least one of my friends, so you put up with the BS that I love. But a little birdie tells me that you have a show of your own that you tend to do from time to time. Yes, I do have a show that I do from time to time, and uh, Jamal, you might actually. You might have heard of Jamal on the show if you ever tune into our show. It's called The Bevo Boys, and it's about the Texas Longhorns Athletic Program, which, depending on the week, it could be a great podcast. It could be a podcast where we start the show with sad music. And lately, it's been sad music to start the show. So, uh, you know, right now, Texas, actually, they're, actually, they're playing TCU, and they're up, they're up pretty big right now. So, you know, maybe the basketball programs turn things around. But, yeah, folks – Bevo Boys, you can find it on Apple, Spotify, whatever you listen to your podcasts on. It's me and my buddy Creighton Branch, and we go for about 30, 45 minutes just talking everything Longhorn Athletics. Really big on Quinn Ewers. Jamal, I don't know if you heard that episode with the, we talked about Quinn and how we got him. And whoo! I did. And you know, we all know Jamal's stance. Unprivileged rich white quarterbacks. <laughs> so, um... well, no, you know, I believe the stance was linemen. And let me tell you, we got some big boys coming in that I don't think come 
from Happy Homes. So I think I think we'll be okay there. Hey, I I have to I have to check myself on your show, but this is my show, so damn it, I'm gonna say it. You know my rule, Joe. If they got a dad at home, they can't come to the 48. You gotta go. I need anger and I need mad at the world. I need chip on my shoulder. I'm gonna buy some random person a seat on the 50 yard line and tell that kid that's your dad's seat. He chose not to show up. <laughs> See, and this is the you should you need to tell Steve Sarkeesian that and have him. You know, they you were recruited for football. Did they do a questionnaire or anything? Like, did they send you a questionnaire or anything at any point? They did, but you know what? They didn't ask if I had a dad, which I, I, I get it. You know, you can't just be asking stuff like that. But, but it would have been helpful. And ladies and gentlemen, while we're on the subject of talking to Longhorns and the Bevo boys, a certain somebody has graciously decided to show up a little late, my dad. <laughs> um, he is the OU dick rider of the show. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, no. he, gets, he gets no further intro, EG. What's going on, peoples? I know How's I'm running going, a little man? late. I had to run on that CPT time. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Eric does not know Joe, but I think this is a good time to introduce them. Eric, this is my man Joe. Joe is the host of the Bevo Boys podcast. So take with that as you will. Right. Oh, oh, you will be outnumbered today. Y'all get no say in this. Hey, it's cool. There oh you wasn't outnumbered on October 9th. Still hurts. I'm I, sh- I should kick you out the Zoom call for that. I really <laughs> we should. Want, all I know is I was at the game, and all I heard was, we want Caleb. Yeah, I got you, know, Caleb. you know, you know what? You know, when I when I heard about that, I was like, why would you want them to take out the quarterback that's just sucking ass right now? Why would you want that? <laughs> I, I mean, want, I didn't want it. I didn't want it. I, th- I thought Spencer was doing a great job. Spencer was playing great. <laughs> I don't know what the issue yeah, was. It was awesome. <laughs> you know what? I'll cause I was sitting down. I went to the game, and that was my first time ever sitting on the split. And um, when I heard everyone saying, like, started booing Spencer, I was like, "Oh, this is this actually hits different when you hear it in person." <laughs> <laughs> we love that. I was like, "I was like, everyone's booing Spencer. Crowd wants Caleb." I was like, "Oh, this really hits different in uh in person versus watching on TV." Now, granted, that could have just been anywhere in South Dallas, so. Uh, that's that's fair that, that's just a south dallas thing but y'all college football that's for another show we'll get we'll have our college football preview later but it's time to get the show going eg are you ready no one cares i'm not gonna let you answer that joe you ready to get the show going oh let's get it popping let's go so the nfl playoffs the divisional round was last weekend and i believe i can speak for everyone who's ever been on this show who's ever watched a sport and just pretty much describe it in one word damn amen yes because good lord the things we saw this weekend let's just start jb let's just start off let's just start off with with the nfc the niners and them packers aaron Rodgers. i don't think it is unfair to say this aaron Rodgers has had the most underachieving career of an all-time great player. Ooh. Those are big Ooh, words, Jamal. Those are Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what quarterback has disappointed with the level of talent that he exists more than Aaron Rodgers? 
That's fair. Arguably Drew Brees, but Drew Brees does not have the natural talent that Aaron Rodgers has. So Dan Marino, um, Dan Marino just played for a trash organization. The Dolphins yeah, never yeah, had a but, chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. It's... So that, that's no fault of his own. But Aaron Rodgers has got to be the most disappointing all-time great quarterback. I mean, I'll, I will slightly agree with that just because, like you said, the talent he's had around him. And how many times has Green Bay in the last 10 years have had home field advantage and not made it to the Super Bowl? And he, not to, not to mention, he's one in five in the NFC Championship. Yeah, that's bad. That's that's bad. <laughs> that's the that's the same. That is a similar stat of where we slander LeBron when it comes to the Jordan LeBron mm-hmm. debate. Like yeah. four and six in the finals, it ain't great, but you got. But it's the fact you've been there six times, Rogers, and you didn't get one. You only got one discount. Double check. Look, you know I'm here for all Aaron Rodgers slander. I wonder why, Eric. I wonder why. <laughs> I'm here for all Aaron Rodgers slander, Packers slander, you know. Because, uh, I mean, I hate to say, but Kirk Cousins, my guy. Now that's that's egregious in its own right, man. I'm sorry. I know you're a Vikings yeah. fan. I can tell by your by your picture, but come on, Kirk <laughs> Cousins. Kirk, I can't show up in primetime Cousins. Come on, man. <laughs> it could be, it oh. could be worse, though. Oh, you, you should ask Jamal how I, how I am during uh during the fall during the fall time on Sundays. It ain't pretty. I, <laughs> I always have some long rant about Kirk every week. But, <laughs> every week. But you, but if in but if the playoffs have told us anything, at least from the NFC point, if you have enough pieces on defense, your quarterback can be basically average. Because Kirk Cousins ain't no worse than Jimmy G. I think no, Kirk Cousins yeah, no. is a he's step better above. Than, he's better than Jimmy G. Yeah. He's a step no. above Jimmy G. Jimmy G got Kirk out here looking like he's a second coming to Brady or something. <laughs> he really does. That's, that's fair. No, that's completely fair. Very, very fair. And along the other lines of the NFC, Tom Brady, you're gone. You're gone. Now, I'm so happy that Brady lost. Not because I'm a Brady hater. I think I'm as tired of him winning as everyone else is. But I did not want him to get the credit for that comeback victory. The Rams did everything in their power to give that game away. I refute, I'm declaring shenanigans. Somebody point shaving, somebody cheating. I don't know what I declare shenanigans. I, I will agree with that because there was no way it should have been this close. and There was no way it should have come down to a Matt Gay field goal. I'm sorry. The Rams were in control for three quarters of this game. Then all of a sudden, a Tom Brady-led led team comes back. I mean, it was 27-3 to at one point, and, and, and everyone was saying it online. They said, uh-oh, uh-oh, we've seen this before. And – I don't know. There, I don't want to say that it's rigged because, you know, that would just break my heart. But, I mean, sometimes, man, I'm just like, come on. This is not like – The spread The spread was three. The spread of the game was three. Oh, Lord. But it's Vegas, not Vegas like – Vegas knows. Vegas knows. It's not you know like Brady – go ahead. I was going to say, you know what this tells me about the Rams, though? If they make it to the Super Bowl and they meet that man, Patty Mahomes – 
that lead ain't gonna be saving. They ain't winning that game because Pat Mahomes loves coming coming from behind. Now I have to talk on the egregiousness that is the Buffalo Bills. I took some heat on Twitter by people who who don't know football and don't know how to play defense. Yes, it was an amazing thing that what the Chiefs did in 13 seconds. 17 seconds? 13. 13 seconds. In 13 seconds. But this was the worst example of defensive play calling and play management I have ever seen. Let me ask y'all this. In this era of the NFL, is it so bad or so abnormal for guys to kick 50 to 54-yard field goals? Nope, not abnormal at all. Pretty common. Happens every week, don't it? It seems like it happens once a game. Pretty much. So that means you only got to get to about the 35-yard line to make the field goal worth it. Right. So off the bat, we're playing the – off the bat, the Bills played a prevent defense. The closest corner was 15 yards down the field. And then the the Chiefs just dump it off to Tyreek Hill, and he gets 20 yards untouched. And because he's Tyreek Hill, it only took three seconds. Yeah, see, that's that's what I, I – and it's almost a shocker because Jamal, you and I are both being Longhorn fans. We've seen what happens when you play prevent defense against really good offenses. Uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And maybe finally some defensive coordinators will realize – Prevent defense doesn't freaking work. You got to just keep playing till the whistle blows because if they had played up, I mean, you run the risk of getting burned, yes, but it's a lot better than when you have a guy like Tyreek Hill where all you need is a little dump off. Hell, what, two drives before that, he took a little dump off and scored a touchdown. Threw up the deuces, 15 yards from the end zone. And you know what? Because there was no one within 12 yards of him when he caught the ball. I'm not saying you got to get up and press him because, look, right. I understand. But they had two timeouts. So you realize they could have worked the middle of the field. They could have ran their regular-ass playbook because they had two timeouts in 13 seconds. They didn't have, you know, we have to chunk it downfield because we have no choice. Tyreek Hill got easy 20 yards. Not to mention they hit a touchback. So they got the ball at the 25. Yeah, why, First, why did they not squib? Why did they not I, squib? That I was, was trying to. I was really trying to figure that out. Like, why would you kick it out and give them twenty yards already? Like, let them exactly. have to recover. You know, return it, run some clock down. It, like, versus it, it three plays, make them run one play. I, I don't get it. The same reason I hate um, pooch kicking at the lower levels at high school. Why am I inadvertently get, giving the other team a short field? That doesn't make any sense to me. I would rather risk a kickoff because look how let me ask you this it is it is a common consensus Devin Hester is the greatest kick returner of all time correct yeah yeah how many kick return touchdowns does he have I'm including punt returns how many of those touchdowns does he have for his career I can bet it's under the number of 25 it's like honestly I think it's like 10 kickoff returns nine or ten let me see. I can look it up. Let me see. We have the power of technology. It's great. We do All have right. that that Google thing. Hey, it, it, Devin Hester was the first Madden player to have 99 speed. He was. That's a fun fact. I didn't know that. 
I say it to this. I say it to this day. I firmly believe Devin Hester in a straight line is just as fast as Tyreek Hill, if not faster. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So, in the regular season, he had five kick return touchdowns and 14 punt return touchdowns. If you add postseason, it's just the one kickoff return touchdown in the Super Bowl. So, you're right, Jamal, 20. That is 20. So, what we're saying is no matter how great of a kick returner you are, it just doesn't happen that often. I am willing to take my risk with them breaking a breaking a, a field a kickoff or a touchdown. We're not the Packers. Our special teams ain't that bad. So I'll live with that. And you know what? Like you said, if you squib it, you you give them a shorter field because you're not making them go to length. But you know what? Now you only give them two plays at max. Hey, Jamal, you want you want that stat? How many how many returns he had compared to the twenty? Because this is, yeah. this is incredible. So let me math real quick. I'm a broadcaster. I don't math, folks. I'm on my calculator. Uh, da, 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 da. Journalism majors, ladies and gentlemen. We don't do math. <laughs> we don't do math. Uh, don't do so math. 20 kick return touchdowns, kick punt return touchdowns combined. Combined total number of times he returned the football, 638. No. I, I don't know the exact percentage you got to calculate it, but I'm guaranteeing that's about 5%. 3%. 3%. The greatest kick punt return of all time scored 3% of the time. I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to let that happen. I'm okay with that. Oh, easily. B- Bills. The, the Bills didn't. <laughs> Bills, get it together. And on top of that, all you had to do. All you, know, you had to do. Go ahead, EG. I was going to say, you know what? The Bills the Bill special team coach really isn't that bright now that I think about it. Because remember earlier when a Tyreek Hill came in to take punts for Mike Hughes? Then Tyreek busted like a, what, a 40-yard punt return? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, wouldn't the logical thing be, oh, oh I see Tyreek out there. I might want to go ahead and punt it out of bounds. I boot that thing as far as you can, angle it. I don't care. Angle it. We're not going to kick it to him. There's a reason he doesn't do that anymore. Like, if he's out there for a reason, yeah, I'm going to kick away from him. Because, look, it was all they had to do. All they had to do, they had four down. They rushed four, rushed three, just, just take one rusher, put one guy and one on one hash, take a DB, put him on the other hash, put him five yards away. Now you can't just dump the ball off to Tyreek. Now Pat actually has to read the field and throw downfield and take more time. Well, no bit. you can't really say read after that video of uh, what Travis Kelsey was doing. I mean, yeah, but you, you, you got to scan the field. We'll say scan the field. Yeah, because I was about to say, that was some backyard football. You play backyard football. We, we all three of us have. We know how it goes. He ain't running the routes. He just oh, that's called backyard football. I remember backyard football threw for like five hundred yards and like six touchdowns. It was great. Oh, oh yeah, he, he was out there running like his name was Pablo Sanchez. If you don't know who Pablo Sanchez is, <laughs> oh, you're too young. <laughs> Way too he, young. He's more he's more OP than 04 Michael Vick. Well, he's more. No, OP. no, 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 not Pablo. I'll tell you who killed a backyard football. Pete Wheeler. 
Pete Wheeler was Pete the fastest Wheeler dude. <laughs> was the fastest dude in the game. But he wasn't the all-around athlete that Pablo. No, no, Sanchez. you're right. But but you you run Pete on a little pop around the end. It's a touchdown every time. Oh yeah, Pete. You know, no one catches Pete. Even Pablo could not catch. Pete. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, needless to say, y'all, the, the it was crazy. It was a crazy divisional weekend. Joe Shiesty, um, he needs to fight every single one of his O linemen. Oh God, I would I would pay Bam. I would pay so much money to see that. They, they, I mean, they deserve it. Nine sacks. They, nine. They obviously don't care about his about his well being. Look. I wasn't even watching the game because I was out um, with my girlfriend. And I look at the stat. I see he gets sacked nine times. I'm like, ain't no way they're winning this game. I checked the score. I'm like, how are they winning this game? Because Joe Shiesty is a bad man. Second best quarterback in that draft class, but a bad man. Oh, oh wow. Who's number I one? Smell, Come on. I smell a little bias here. I smell a lot of bias. There's there a is of, a lot of bias. but A lot of bias and a lot of BS. That's what I'm smelling. There is a lot of bias, <laughs> but you know what? You know what's not biased? What's that? Them, no, them numbers, so shut up. <laughs> All I know is uh, the best wide receiver in that draft class is Minnesota. We don't care about him. We're in <laughs> Minnesota right now. But it's time to move on. So before we go on to the next, allow me to ask you guys who you got, who you, who's your Super Bowl matchup right now? Who, who do I want or who do I think? Because I want I want Bengals Rams. I want Bengals Rams too. Yeah, but that. I have a bad feeling the Chiefs are gonna win, and I'm sick of the Chiefs, and I'm sick of Jackson Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes as well. I let me tell you this: there is so much of America rooting for Joe Shiesty on Sunday. <laughs> Because they hate Jackson Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes' wife. I don't even know her name. I don't care to know her name because she annoys the hell out of me. You see her, see her spraying the champagne on people? What if you were a, a Bills cold fan? Weather. A cold weather. They've been sitting Bro. there freezing the whole time. And imagine, imagine you're a Bills fan and you just saw your team lose in heartbreaking fashion. And you're cold. And all of a sudden you got a bunch of champagne from an annoying, loudmouthed girl just spraying it from you from up above. I'd be pissed. I'd want to throw it. We do not condone the violence of women on this show, but I damn sure pay one of my homies to do it. I'll pay one of my female <laughs> friends to whoop my ass. That's a, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no violence towards women, but you know, if you could, you would. I mean, it's not it's not me doing the violence. That's true. But I got homegirls be like, hey, here's 50 dollars. Whoop their whole ass because she disrespected Look, me and I can't touch her. You know, I saw a funny tweet today. It said. Patrick Mahomes is such a nice guy and cool guy everyone likes. But you know it's bad when uh you know his wife and uh brothers annoying when you, when you want him to lose. Yeah. Yeah. I, know. I love Pat. I think Patrick's a cool dude. I'd like I he's the kind of guy I feel like you could like you'd probably see him at the bar and he'd be like, "Hey, you want to grab a drink or something?" Like like he he seems like a cool kind of a cor- honestly, he seems kind of corny for being honest, but I mean he seems like just a nice guy. And so it's like the fact that we all want the Chiefs to lose so we don't got to deal with his freaking brother and wife is incredible. It's incredible. It is. And now, since we have to move on, allow me to introduce another man who's slightly late, but he's always late. The man himself, he stays hydrated. He's got his kufia on his almost Black History Month, so you don't have to hear a lot from him, unfortunately. Ladies and gentlemen, be cool. What's happening? It's your boy B. Coop in this thing. Um, one thing I will say, 
James Harden, be careful what you wish for. Because <laughs> you don't have them Houston strip clubs no more, dog. <laughs> yeah. Now, now it's coming out the bag. Because we saw this dude bitched to get to Brooklyn. Now you don't like living in Brooklyn. Now Kyrie's a problem. This man said the earth was flat. <laughs> you, you knew he was going to pull something. But, hey, man, that's the surprise of the year. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if L.A. traded Russ for James Harden, the contracts match up, even though KD might quit basketball if that happened. But uh, also, uh, a lot of people are sneak dissing Ben Simmons, talking about he's about to go broke. Damn. And, why are we uh, that'll be it. <laughs> why did Coop, Why did Coop come out so violent? He chose violence today, and I love it. And we do not, we do not condone sneak dissing of Ben Simmons. That is disrespectful. We blatantly slander Ben Simmons here. We say with our chest, we let him know we don't like Ben Simmons. As Jamal's favorite basketball player, guys. <sighs> Unfortunately, well, we have another one, another guy's, a lot of people's favorite players, who ran into some turmoil today. He got the bad. Now, I know where Coop and Eric stand on this, but the man, the other diversity hire sitting in front of me, Mr. Joe Shiesty Jr. himself. I, I wish I was as cool as freaking Joe Burrow. God, that man wears those like pink glasses. Like, I, I, if, picture those on me. Picture Joe those Burr. on me. Joe no, Burr. it don't look good. It don't look, look good. You were, you, were still, you were still a white man and went to a black high school. Own up to it. Get yeah, that's together. fair. No, I did. I did. I learned a lot at Bowie High School. I did learn a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so the po- so the point of it is, ladies and gentlemen, Barry Bonds will not be getting into the Baseball Hall of Fame. And if you ask me, Erica Coop, that is a tragedy. It is tragic. Bro, Somebody we, we, need they ass what? We gotta start taking personal bias out this shit, man. Like, <laughs> like, like, like Barry Bonds basically had. A Hall of Fame career before steroids. Yeah, like that's this. This is just a prime example, bro. Of like, what what are we voting on here, guys? See, I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big baseball guy, and Jamal, you're gonna hate my take. You're gonna hate my take, but I just I I can't because you know I hate the steroid era in general because I one <laughs> one gotta love it because first of all. MLB pretty much condoned the use of it back in the late '90s, early thousands, because they saw Facts. what it was doing for baseball. Facts. They saw it made what it was doing for baseball. Watch. Because after Facts. the '94 strike, where no more baseball and people were crying, you see all you look up '94 strike pictures, you see kids all crying with signs and stuff. I mean, after that, for Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire to come back and go toe for toe, pound for pound in the home run race. Of course. MLB said, oh, look at that money rolling in. Look at the fans rolling in. Uh Uh-huh. Let's go. And then they probably knew they were taking steroids. And they said, but it's good for the game right now. So let's just, mm mm-hmm. And and I hate to say this, and I think, I don't know. I mean, I don't personally know Barry Bonds, but from stories I've heard from, I have family members and friends in the Rangers organization. So they've, like, met Barry Bonds. Dude's kind of an asshole from what I've heard. And Amen. kind of full of kind of full of himself. And so I'm wondering, and they were talking about this on the show today. They said, what if I th- they said he, they think because he allegedly started taking them in 2000. They wonder if he saw all of the publicity that 
Mark and Sammy were getting when Barry Bonds had way better numbers, was a way better athlete in the late 80s, early 90s than Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and said, you know what, I want some of that too. So he starts he starts getting bigger. He starts hitting big bombs, breaks the home run record, 73 home runs in a season, uh, breaks Hank Aaron's record. So I wonder if I wonder if some of these athletes took the steroids because they just saw everyone else getting a step ahead and said, I need to get on their level or I'm going to get left behind. I mean, you have a valid point there, but like you, you literally just said, he had a Hall of Fame career before, before that. Before he even took that, yeah. And then I, there are so many people that want to call him a cheater and this and that. Yes, I get it. It's a banned substance. But as as a baseball player yourself, you played at the collegiate level, yeah. you know steroids don't make you a better ball player. No, steroids help you recover faster, which would have helped my ass a lot. <laughs> also would help you uh, lift more. <laughs> Uh, I, we don't. I'm not condoning steroid use. Don't do it. But I mean, oh yeah, we're but, not, we're not condone, <laughs> condoning HDH or anything like that. First I'm of all, Eric, saying, it could have helped me down the line. First of all, Eric, you hate needles, so I know you can't take no steroids. <laughs> oh, hey, 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 Barry used the cream, bro. Just rub the cream in. <laughs> exactly. But you know, but you no, I mean, like, like, but yeah, steroids helps. Like, it helps recovery. It helps, uh, you know, lifting. That's where that's where it got, and that's why Barry got so big. He didn't get big because he just shot himself up with steroids. He had to go lift still. I don't know what workout you can do to work head, your head. Head grew three sizes, ball shrank four. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's really how it goes, bro. And Damn, bro. Joe, Joe, answer this. Hitting a baseball is <laughs> skill, hand-eye coordination, experience, and timing, correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I, last, last I checked, steroids don't do none of that for you. No, it does not. And that's why this is such a big gray area because – Technically, what what the steroids did for guys like Mark and Sammy and Barry and hell, A Rod. I mean, what it did was it just elongated and Roger, because you know pitchers took it too. So it elongated not their the careers. Sock. Not the no, that, well, that, no, that's Kurt. That's Kurt Chilling. That's Kurt he didn't, chilling. He didn't take steroids. He's just a conservative wacko. So I mean, like yes. he. he, he which he sucks belongs. because he belongs in the Hall of Fame, but because he shot himself in the foot with all his political takes and crap, that's a whole nother thing. But yeah, so basically, it elongated their career, so they were able to, con- and they were able to continue putting up these numbers when they're 38, 39, 40, when they shouldn't be doing anything like that at all. They should be heading towards retirement. You know, great career. You did great in your 20s, early 30s. Hang it up, go into the Hall of Fame. But they wanted to keep playing, and I respect it. They're competitors. I respect it. But, like, it's just – it's 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 such a gray area, and it's so hard. And I don't know if we'll ever be able to figure it out, Jamal. I really don't. You know, I, you, know um, you brought up a certain player that's actually about to be eligible for Hall of Fame. I don't know if he is this year. A-Rod, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was. He was eligible this year. So you know uh, you, you bring you can our A Rod is arguably a top five player of all time. All time? Oh. I, he said arguably. I don't know about five, but he's between ten to fifteen. Ten to fifteen, yeah. I don't 
I'm about to say, like, and yeah. that's another thing. That's another thing with baseball. It's such a freaking old sport. It's like Babe Ruth nowadays. He ain't hitting sixty bombs in a year. First of all, man, I, man I, was man was doing cocaine and banging hookers and drinking twenty beers a night and then going out and hitting four bombs the next day. You can't do that nowadays. Smoking half of, in the dugout. <laughs> doing half of what you just said in the dugout. And look, uh, hey, let I'm me not... tell you, Daryl Strawberry was doing that shit in the dugout. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, Daryl Strawberry was doing more than just. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Daryl Strawberry had the best swing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, better than Griffey? Come on, bro. Hell yeah, Ken Griffey swing was some shit. Ken Griffey. Look, swing. you look at Ken, you look I'm... at the you look at the swing man, and you just know oh, that's Ken Griffey. It's just like the NBA logo. Well, no, nah, that's nah, not. It's a bad example that people don't really know that's Jerry West, unless you are a basketball fan. But like, it's like the let's see. The Swingman logo, uh, the Jordan logo. That's basically it's the it's the Jordan logo of baseball. I'm not here to put down legends like Babe Ruth. Like he's the great Bambino. They well, wrote yeah, the sand lot about it. But I think we need to start putting the asterisk by guys who played before segregation. Uh, let's just put that out there. <laughs> played without brothers on the field. Oh Have what you did shouldn't count. I just, you I'd play. Like to, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna put it like you this. Play. I'm gonna put it like this. The way advanced stats are going, I won't be surprised if that becomes a stat like that soon. If you played wow. before guys were speaking Spanish, you <laughs> have your stats don't count. I'm just putting it out there. If I'm, you I'm, ain't I'm, have I'm, a I'm, teammate, uh, I, I agree because. You know how mad the NFL was when Jim Brown came? They were like, fuck. <laughs> they were just like, fuck. They said, oh, no. <laughs> fuck. The, difference, the difference between a sport like football or baseball is, like, you can pitch around a guy's weaknesses. You could be like, he doesn't handle inside breaking balls very well. So we can just throw curves right. inside all day, and that'll nullify at least half of what he can do. But football, if the dude is just bigger, stronger, faster than you, hey, shit, you can do. Hey, shit, you can, bro. Jim Brown was the biggest dude on the field running through 10 motherfuckers, bro. Hey, that's just like Wilt Chamberlain. Bad. Yeah, yeah. I know they hated Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell. Oh, bro, they they were pissed with Bill. Before them all, we want to talk about probably the most hated one, Jim Thorpe. They... Jim Thorpe was so hated. There's only one video of right. him playing football. Oh no! I've done, I found another one. You found so there's two. Yep. <laughs> he said that doesn't there. that doesn't help. There's two <laughs> videos of this all-time great legend who played like four sports, just like Jim Brown. I mean, okay, like, but, but wait, let's also remember. To be fair, it's like 1910. I mean. What, what kind of technology we got going on here? I mean, I don't, I haven't seen a lot of videos of Babe Ruth for Christ's sakes. He played in the twenties. You're right. You know, speaking of Babe Ruth, I saw a crazy video the other day of him and uh, who uh, Mickey Mantle taking oh, BP no, together. It was yeah, Lou Gehrig. It was Lou Gehrig. Yeah, Lou Gehrig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mickey I that was, was the sixties, cool. but yeah, yeah, no, that, yeah, that, yeah, they colorized it too. It was pretty cool. Oh, that is cool to see. The point of it is, Coop brought yeah. it up earlier. What are what are we voting on here? Are we voting on guys who are assholes? Because there's plenty of ball players in any sport that are assholes, but they are damn good players. 
Aaron, there is no doubt in anyone's mind Aaron Rodgers is going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers not the nicest dude. Look, all I know is, like, I'm I'm going to swing back to this point. If, because A-Rod, I guarantee you, this is what's going to happen because everyone knows A-Rod's been trying to get, get in a good turn with everyone lately. That's why he's been at, so nice lately on uh, any talk show, radio show, whatever he be hopping on. But it, it was so crazy because A-Rod literally told everybody, suck my dick. And like left, and now he's trying to get back in our good graces. And there's no reason. Are we talking about the Hall of Fame or the Hall of Likeability? Because if you are an all-time great player in your sport, that's where you deserve to be. Who cares if people don't like you? I but, don't. But we all know, just like To said, nobody wanted me in the Hall of Fame. But I'm better than all these other receivers in the Hall of Fame. And the foot, the football Hall of Fame is fickle too. But it ain't got nothing on how fickle the baseball Hall of Fame. I'm about to say, I thought the NFL Hall of Fame was pretty fickle. You know, with Drew Pearson not getting in until like just this past year. Uh, but you know, like the baseball Hall of Fame is a bunch of old writers or writers who are freaking nerds who got stuffed in trash cans by the baseball players back in high school who are voting on these guys. And it's like, <laughs> come on, man. Like it should be, I really feel like hall of fame should be based on like a peer, like pe- your peers should have a say like just because they played with you, they played against you. They know the caliber and these writers, you know, a lot of them, they didn't play baseball. They stopped in T-ball or they stopped in high school and there's a complete different skill set and different style between the major leagues and high school baseball. So that's facts, bro. Because I mean, how many, how many people we know were fucking high school studs? Jamal, hey, man. It, it, and it, it didn't make it. And and look here, here's here's where where we're standing on this. If you didn't play. I mean, put it this way. There are guys that we all played with against that we did not like that were assholes. They were mean to us. You didn't like them for whatever reason. I have never found a player that said, I don't like that guy and he sucks. If he was really good, they'll say, I don't like that motherfucker, but he could play. Yep. He could ball. There are I ain't never met an athlete that said that a guy they didn't like, if he was good, couldn't ball. They may have called him overrated. They may have said he wasn't that good, but they ain't never say he couldn't play. So, you know, everything you just said literally describes A-Rod. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved A-Rod growing up. Can't deny it. Loved oh, it. He, he, but he was also an asshole because, yeah, when he, was, when he was with the Rangers, my godmother, like, is pretty good friends with a bunch of like the Rangers, like uppity ups and like the people who like were playing in like the nineties and stuff. So like she met a rod dude, apparently was like a complete jerk, but it's like, like you said, it's not the hall of likability. It's the hall of fame. And you know, what's funny. If he gets voted into the hall of fame, there's going to be some uproar with Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens and all of them. Because uh, don't forget a rod served the longest term term suspension ever in MLB history. Yeah, he did. So what I'm, he came back and got the bag. So what I'm hearing from this is cue the Waka Waka because it's time to start a riot. 
Bro, all hey, I'm man. saying is if A Rod gets voted in, it's gonna be some hell being raised here soon. Well, and here's 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 the thing: no steroid user will ever get it now. They have made it very clear, at least it, by the writers. At least by the writers. There's still the veterans committee, but from the man, writers, there will be no steroid users in the hall. Don't don't let somebody they actually like find out. Wait, he's, didn't, he's, didn't Big Poppy have a Yes. Oh, I'm so Big, glad you brought that up, Eric. Big Poppy getting in. <laughs> yes. Big Poppy getting in. Yes, he did. He had back in 2003, he was named in a report um about uh with with Manny Ramirez, who was also, you know, a steroid user. And uh <laughs> yeah, no, he was he was named in a report. Now I don't know if they ever confirmed it, but like there were rumors. And I mean, if you look at him in Minnesota and then you look at him in Boston, there's a little difference. Got big. Big Poppy was bigger Poppy in Boston. He was and bigger he, Poppy he, in Boston. He did get cracked with a PED too in uh Boston, if, if I remember. I think it was like 08, 09, something somewhere around that time period. Sounds about right, actually, now that I think about it. So, yeah. But the baseball Hall of Fame committee is fickle. If you want to write, damn it, you got one, just call me. I got picked forks and torches ready. <laughs> Unfortunately, hey. we don't get a vote in this. Hey, if you want to, if you want to make the Hall of Fame, just go play basketball. They let anyone in. Literally, they'll let anybody. In. Or, uh, or you, you have to win an Olympic gold medal, and you're automatically in. Damn near. True. If Stephon True. Marbury would have won in 04 with Iverson, he'd be getting in, but he didn't because because there's no way this motherfucker Christian Leitner <laughs> should be. He said Christian. Oh, no, no way. But he's no there. way. But he's there. He's there. It, we we gotta end this because we we can talk yeah, we about it. Yeah, this. yeah. <laughs> we can talk about this shit anytime. So, y'all think we had some fun talking shit about the Hall of Famers? Well, we're about to have a lot of fun with this next segment. Y'all know how it goes around here. We like to fight or see if we fight just about anything, or at least I do because I think that's hilarious to me. And no one else's opinion matters because it's my show. So, we are playing a game called Would You Scrap That Cartoon. The guys know pretty much how this goes with me. I set everybody up for failure, but that's not my problem. Joe, would you like to go first? So so basically, I pick a cartoon character I think I can beat the shit out of? Oh, no, no, no. I give oh. you the cartoon character. Oh, give me the cartoon. Okay, let's go. Hey, Joe, this, I ain't gonna lie. This is where he, Jamal really starts fucking you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we'll so, start off the bat. Yeah, I'm about to say I've thrown hands maybe five times in my life, so this is going to be interesting. Okay. So... We're starting off. <laughs> Joe, do you think you could beat Jimmy Neutron? Oh, I'd stuff him in a trash can, bro. I'd give that kid a swirly, bro. Come on, man. What's <laughs> was he like four foot like eleven? Like dude dude was short as his hair was half his body. Yeah, no, I'd pick that bro up and throw him across. Oh no, it's oh. over. I'm I, I could beat the crap out of Jimmy Neutron. All right. All right. Great. <laughs> you know what? I'll give you, I'll give him first interaction. But Jimmy Neutron is like Batman. You give him prep time, and that's your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes get guarded on you. If he, I'm about to say he gets. If he gets a week, no, that's what that's what happened. I'd be, I'd be beating the, I'd be beating the shadow of Jimmy Neutron. All of a sudden, Goddard would sneak this me from behind. Just freaking. <laughs> <laughs> can blow up and rebuild himself. You're not winning that fight. Exactly. Okay. Well, okay. So if 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 there's no Goddard, 
and it's just one-on-one with no prep time, I could beat the shit out of Jimmy Neutron. But if he gets time to prep, it's over. I can't. There's no way. He'll he'll come up with some contraption to kick my ass or something. Got it. Cool. You ready? Go. Cool. Would you scrap SpongeBob? No, because you can't hurt him. That's, that's me- the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. Because remember, Flats did it. And Flats got tired, bro. Bro, but you you can't, bro. You know how hard it is to rip a sponge in half. That's the thing. You could fight him. You could throw all the hands, all the hooks you want. He's just he's like a crackhead. You can't hurt him. He's just gonna sit there and um, <laughs> I learned from flats, bro. I'm not gonna hurt him. This is the only thing that can hurt SpongeBob, bro. The suds. The suds. <laughs> in a driving suds. test. In a driving test. I don't the, what driving test has hurt him? Because I've seen him blow up several cars and walk away like nothing. Happened. Exactly, bro. So you can't beat up a sponge. Why would I scrap SpongeBob, bro? Touche. EG, you up next. All right, hit me. Will you scrap Scooby Doo? I had a feeling you were gonna, you were gonna say Scooby Doo. <laughs> uh. Depends. Am I fighting him inside a haunted house? Nah, it's just a, it's a regular street fight. You you just, on a just straight up in the back alley or whatever. You fighting him <laughs> on carrier in front of movie sixteen. That's where you. <laughs> oh, he's on carrier. Wow. God, <laughs> movie sixteen. You fighting him in front of movie sixteen. Right by right by IHOP, bro. You're fighting him in that little <laughs> yeah, street between movie sixteen and IHOP. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I go Michael Vick on the dog. <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, Scooby Doo's the only person in that whole thing that has never took collateral damage. He doesn't take collateral damage. I'm about to say he's some, yeah, no, not really. Also, is it just Scooby, or does he is his mystery gang there to back him up? Because no, that's important. And- okay. We don't we don't jump around here. That's a different show. No, no jumping. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, ain't trying to get I ain't trying to get a mystery gangbang. <laughs> see, this is what happens when I yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, it went left. It went see, left. See that that's what happens. <laughs> it went left. Hey, just be glad Jesse wasn't here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, y'all know the rules. We are like the walking dead in reverse, one white guy at a time. <laughs> one white guy at a time that's how we do things around here oh my god joe you back up i'm back up here we go so is, wait, is it a, is it a would you or can i that's what i want to know oh it's can you you don't have a choice you have okay it's can i'm fighting we're scrapping okay all right oh yeah we throw yeah, hands here we go charlie brown oh dude that's my boy dude like like that was my my mom had a nickname for me because basically my like my my luck is like charlie brown's like my life has been like uh, Lucy pulling the football out from underneath me like so many times. So I don't know. I mean, I don't want to scrap my boy, but I mean, we that's fair. Hey, like I said, we both have the same kind of luck. I feel like we both like end up beating, beating ourselves up or something. Like it'd be some weird cartoon type shit where it's like, you know, no one's landing any punches. We end up just like punching each other out like at the same time or something. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that from a Peanuts cartoon. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, nah, but if I if I had a choice, I would not fight him because that's my boy. So now again, we said before we do not condone violence against women of any age. 
But if Charlie Brown would have whooped Lucy's ass, I wouldn't have said that. <laughs> I wouldn't hey, have said I, that. Hey, that, that, football, that football move is brutal. It's brutal every time I see it. No, she deserved, she deserved her ass whoop. Or at least, you know, Peppermint Patty was down to throw hands. He, I would have paid Peppermint Patty to throw hands with Lucy. Oh, 100%. Dude, Peppermint Patty was one of the coolest characters. Easily. It, it would Lucy was charging a quarter for therapy. She, dude, she's like seven, eight. Why is she giving she, therapy advice for a quarter? Come on. What do you know to give someone th- You're in the second grade. What do you know? <sighs> cool. You back up, and I think I set you up for failure once again. Bear, bear. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, Coop, Bugs Bunny. Nah, because you can't win in Looney Tunes land, bro. There's no winning in Looney Tunes land. Because here's the thing. If, if we were fighting on regular terms, he he – what we learned in Space Jam is his powers still translate. You damn sure not going to win. Well, no one gets hurt in Looney Tune land. You no, one get, no one gets hurt, but you can get put out of commission. There, dudes do get yeah. put in the hospital. They just don't stay long. But, but I feel like Bugs Bunny, for a rabbit of that size to have survived that much, this man has taken straight double barrel shotguns to the face. You think he's scared? Of fighting a human, nah, touche. That man has defeated Monstars twice. <laughs> twice, yeah, he's twice. Right. He's got That's a valid point. point. He's got a valid point. And Bugs Bunny doesn't feel pain. He no. doesn't, bro. And he's a savage. He shot a dude for now, coffee. Wait, now wait a minute. Time out. Remember the uh, Kill the Wabbit episode? He does die. Technically, in that episode, I know it's it's based on like an opera. It's an old, it's an oldie, it's an oldie. I know we're talking Space Jam, but I mean, yeah, we, it's we a famous know. episode, so he he could technically be be hurt, but it has to be by another Looney Tune. Ah, uh, oh, there we go. There, there's the, there's the. All right. No, Thomas said EG up for failure. Are you ready? I guess. So this one, this one could be controversial. You think you could scrap Popeye? Shit. Does he have to eat spinach? So so here's what I'm going to do to make it semi-fair. He has the can of spinach in his hand while he's fighting you, but it is not open. So if you can stop him from opening it mid-fight, that's on you. Oh, yeah. Now, if he eats the spinach, then I'm cooked. <laughs> you're you're I, cooked, bro. I, I mean, <laughs> like, I'm cooked. Let, let, let's remember you know, Popeye. You, you, you know how uh, Roy Jones Jr. looked against Mike Tyson? Oh, <laughs> like that. That's how I'm going to look. All body shots, bro. All body shots. I mean, now, now, let's, now let's think about this. Popeye was a sailor. Popeye was still in the Navy. So he ain't no, Popeye ain't no bitch even without the spinach. But he was also in the Navy. All my military I, friends will understand that. Oh, no, I, 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 I got that. I know the jokes. Yeah, my military friends, they'll get that joke. <laughs> hey, you, you know, I, I'll let y'all know. I don't fight train killers. 
I don't fight train killers. I don't care what branch look, you in. Look, I ain't gonna lie. If I had to fight someone from the military, it's either gonna be from the Air Force or say the Air Navy. Force. Oh, Air it's Force. Uh, it's it's Air Force off rip. For one, an Air Force pilot, there's a height limit. You can't be no bigger than like five seven. So I'm oh yeah, I'll take a pilot. I'm, I'm down for that. If you are an Air Force pilot, do not take that as a challenge. Honestly, I think I could take Popeye as long as he don't take spinach. Hey, that's on you. If you can keep him out, you can. Damn, I mean, that boy Popeye was straight uppercutting motherfuckers. See, but that's, <laughs> but that's the thing. That's, he, he, he's a one-punch wonder. Bro, that's all it takes. What did Mike Tyson say? Everybody got a play until they get they in the mouth. But but that's what that's what the look spinach, at Corbin, though, that's what I'm saying. Picture. Look at him. Look at it. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying though. Like he's just a one punch wonder. Right. If he's not, if he doesn't have the spinach, I'm good. I'll I'll give you that one. Joe, you ready to round it off and finish it? Finish the, the round off. Here we go. Let's do it. All right, it. this this one is interesting. Joe, can you beat Hank Hill? Oh my god! Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, damn, damn it, Bobber. Pro, um, propane I'll... and propane accessories. Propane tanks are are heavy. Bro. I'm about to say, is he coming at me with a propane tank? Is it just is it just hands or he got this weapons? Is just, this is hand to hand combat. Just hand hand to hand. Okay. I don't know. I wanna. I, I wish I knew like how tall he was. Actually, you know what? They do this. They do this weird shit online. Let me see. Hank Hill height. Let's see if they, let's see if we got it. Let's see. People who are Hank just Hill. putting. Oh, heights. they say they say he's six two. Okay. He looks I mean, solid six two. He looks like a good six two. I'm damn, six. Hank I'm six two. I'm so it'd be six two versus six two. Probably about the same weight if we're being honest. Because I too like to drink beer. So I mean, he's two twenty. Hank Hill stands six two and two hundred twenty pounds. Two twenty. Shit. shit. Dang, he'll play a uh, strong safety. Oh, I got 40 oh. pounds on him almost. Let's go. Oh, it's uh, and I got reach, I got reach on him too. They're, those arms don't look that long. I got some reach, I got some long arms. So, hold on, this is what this I think. Crazy. Yeah, I could think I could, I think I could beat him. Cool. Why are you over here reading Hank Hill scouting report? <laughs> no, look, bro, look at my picture. His license is online. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, this man yeah. Hank Hill wants to live in a small town in Texas and not go D1. Man, Hank Hill in this bitch Arlen. cheer for the Cowboys. Bitch, you better go play free safety. Hey, he's a Longhorn fan. He better get out there, man. Go back to school. Hey, man, it's better than having Kenny Vaccaro out there. <laughs> why you Why you keep bringing up that name? That's because we talked about him the other night. <laughs> you, I didn't like Kenny Vaccaro ass at Texas. Kenny Vaccaro. That's funny. Okay, final final answer. I think it'd be a good fight. I think it could go. I think it could go either way. I think that I think that's an either way, but I would hope I could beat him. Yeah, I got a we question would. though that counter with that. What? Beer contest, you or Hank Hill? Ooh. And mm. boy, you ain't gonna drink Alamo beer, boy. to <laughs> <laughs> drink Alamo beer. I mean, I drink Coors Light on the regular, so I mean, I don't know. I mean, oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Probably him. He's got a few more years of experience, but uh, he hang uh, out with Dale. I, I think he got it. I, I, th- say, I think he's probably he's probably got me by by a few, but uh, I, I I feel like I can go toe to toe for about the first ten to fifteen, and then then it'd probably be he'd still be going, and I'd be passed out <laughs> on the floor. 
poop if you change that damn picture one more time. See, just because we we're on to the final final topic. Bro, of the I'm day. a certified troll. I'm a certified, certified troll. troll. <laughs> final topic of the day. So going back to the football, a lot the teams that lost featured some Hall of Fame, all-time great quarterbacks that are near the end, but is the end now or when will it be? So my yeah, question Rogers for y'all... Fucking point shaving. Fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> so my question for y'all is where do Rodgers and Brady play next year, if if at all? Aaron Rodgers is going to Denver. Brady's coming back for another year. Those are my predictions. I probably would have to agree with that. Yeah, as long as all I know is Kirk Cousins about to be the best quarterback in the NFC North. Oh, my. oh well, yeah. uh, you know, be fucked up. Yeah, what if, yeah, what if fucking Jordan? What if Jordan Love just has an unfucking believable season? <laughs> I'd be sick. <laughs> be fucking sick, bro. Eric's gonna be sitting there screaming, crying, throwing up, just freaking throwing his phone. God damn it, Jordan Love. Packers, yeah. No, I will call again. I was Eric, Eric watching Jordan Love. <laughs> so I would be so I, sick to my stomach, oh, bro. I would declare shenanigans. I'd be like, no, ain't no damn way. Ain't nobody scouting team that good to get two and then a third Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. No, no, but, but bro, this would never, never know in my lifetime. This would mean. Three Green Bay quarterbacks tortured my life. Bro, Aaron Rodgers, discount double check, boy. Bro, there's not too many franchises that have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, period. And Green Bay got two in a row. In the past 30 years. And then only won two Super Bowls. That yeah, is that's fucking the, that's terrible. The crazy part. That's the crazy part. You literally had two of the top five quarterbacks of all time, and you only won two fucking. And, and look, look, Aaron Rodgers is finna win his fourth MVP. Brett Favre won three straight fucking MVPs, bro. Yeah. One and you two. only won two Super Bowls in over 30 years. Hey, 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 Coop. I'm gonna oh, well, like wait, this, wait, wait. Bro. Is it two? I thought Favre won two. No, Favre, Favre went to two. He went to two, one, one. Went to two, one, one. Gotcha. I'm put it like this though. I would take one of them uh, Super Bowls as a Vikings I fan. I will. Dude, my my family's from Minnesota, so they they know the pain of being a Vikings fan. Freaking. Oh man. Hey man, that was, was that? When back I say when, the uh, name Blair Walsh, how do you feel, Eric? Shit. Mm. Well, fellas, it was a fun episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Dipping." What about, man, what about them days Dante Culpepper was tearing y'all ass oh, up, boy? Dante Culpepper. You know what's funny though about Dante? He only had like two good years. But that's the like, thing: Dante could never even close to measure up to Brett Favre, so it didn't matter. The sad thing is, is Kirk Cousins has a better Viking career than Dante Culpepper. Yeah, but did Kirk Cousins get on? Did Kirk Cousins get put on the cover of Madden 02? He did. He did. Hey, no. More importantly, did uh, did Kirk Cousins get put in backyard football 2004? He was. Dante Culpepper was on that game. He was. And Brett and uh, a bunch of them. 
Barry was Barry on, was on that one. I, remember, Barry, I would draft Barry Sanders. Hell, I had Barry Sanders, Pete Wheeler. I just kept running around the end the whole game. <laughs> well, you know, oh, you, you, were, you were that guy. <laughs> hey, Pete Wheeler was that country strong boy. Country <laughs> strong dumb as a skunk, but that boy could run, man. <laughs> man it, 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 again, if none of y'all know what backyard football is, you probably too young to be listening to this podcast. Football, you go tell your baseball. Mama. Soccer, the, I had all of them. Was, I had all of them. Basketball, skateboarding, they had skateboarding. Boy, oh God, bro! I never played. I played the soccer like hey, twice. Know I just wasn't good. Boy, Pete Wheeler, boy. <laughs> <laughs> boy, Look at that. <laughs> that dude's bro, got a seven. It's not even a five head. That's a seven head, bro. <laughs> God, Pete bro, Wheeler. This motherfucker's Pete, stats were unbelievable, though. Pete Wheeler will be the cover of this episode in his honor. <laughs> yeah. So the people don't forget. Yes. But, Joe, oh, remember bro. what I said at the beginning of the episode? That uh, Aaron Rodgers has the mo- is the most under underachieving all-star quarterback of all time. And yeah. two, two Super Bowls for an all-time great franchise in 30 years with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. In a row, that's un- that's the definition of underachieving. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And so it'd be interesting to see if he retires or if he does go to Denver. Um, I think someone said another spot possibly for him was like Carolina or New Orleans or something. And I was like, maybe well, after after today, I don't see I don't see yeah. New happen. If if Sean Payton was still there, I'd be like, yeah, that's that's Bro, a possibility. Wait, 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 wait. Let's talk about how New Orleans. Next year is seventy-four million dollars over the cap. How the fuck? <laughs> How the fuck? That whole manage everybody has to go. Everybody. You know what's funny? What happened? Hey, Jamal, you know what's funny? Coot's been waiting to rant about this all day because he's been tweeting about it. I've been broke in this in the name of fucking business. Salute to the greatest backyard player of all time. But he, he, he right, all-around athlete, right. Pablo Sanchez. Bro, how? first of all, in football, it's a hard cap. There's no luxury tax. You, How do you go $74 million over the salary cap? <laughs> Ain't no full 53. That means you have Bro. to cut half the team and everybody else takes the minimum. Bro, what and the don't, fuck? And don't what? forget, the guy who takes up the biggest chunk of all that didn't even play this year. Bro, right. that was bullshit with Michael Thomas, bro. How you Michael Thomas waited till training camp and was like, yeah, bro, my ankle not, my ankle ain't feeling good, bro. Like, bro, then you sign fucking Taysom Hill to an unbelievable fucking contract, which makes no no fucking complete sense at all. Alvin Kamara wants his money. Who are you paying? Is Drew Brees still on salary? Like, what the fuck? $74 million over the cap. That is impossible. Who is running your numbers? Who is the bookkeeper, bro? I think Deuce McAllister is still getting paid, too. Damn, bro. Bro, they're probably still playing uh, Tracy Porter. Is fucking Eli Apple on a fucking max deal or something? What the (laughs) fuck, bro? (laughs) Eli Apple. Eli Eli Apple, a whole topic of itself right now in New Orleans, bro. it's two players in the NFL who cannot play professional football. That's Connor Williams of the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, bless. Oh, and that's yes. Eli Apple. I, You're forgetting a third. I, there is a third. 
Oh, y'all know who it is. It is that man, my my favorite football player of all time, (laughs) Travis Benjamin. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, I'm just saying, him and me had the same amount of catches this season. Only one of us, only (laughs) one of us is in the NFL. Man, hold on, man. I, I, I gotta look up. Saint salary cap, bro. Yo, I, you know what was so funny though? I get on Twitter and I'm seeing like everyone blowing my phone up. Like, you seeing what Jamal doing right now? I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> and then I get on there and I just see he's oh, already hell no. Benjamin on the timeline. All right, bro. I right, check the check the salary cap breakdown of the Saints. 45 million is tied up with players no longer on the team. Drew Brees, Jack Rabbit Jenkins, Emmanuel Sanders, Sheldon Rankin. Another oh, twenty-nine million. Yes. So, tw- and another twenty-nine million dollars is the players not even playing. Michael Thomas, Jameis Winston, Will Lutz, Andrews Pete, and fucking Peyton Turner. In other words, seventy-four million of the hundred eighty-four million the Saints are allowed to spend this year is unavailable. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up, bro. So that means the Damn. Saints are looking for someone willing to take the veteran minimum. So I'll see y'all at training camp. <laughs> there it is, Jamal's hey, take, back. Hey man, I'll, t- I'll take I'll take seventy five thousand dollar game checks. Who you t- look? If Travis Benjamin can stay in the league, I can I can get in. I can get I can get a t- I can get a game or two. Bro, I think I could be a good water boy. I think hey, Water Boys get paid six thousand a game. I think Water Boy. Hey, made, uh, I saw something. I saw something somewhere that the uh, the NBA floor boys get like eighty k. Bro, I saw that too, and I was yeah. like, "Hold up, now." I'm yeah, what am I doing my life? Professional sports, I'm and I'm, not, I'm doing the wrong thing. And you only have to work forty one nights out of the year. Exactly. What am I doing? You only got to work forty nine nights. We can. I think we can make this. We can make this work. 49 nights. I you can know, do make, it. Make some connections while we're there. Hey, we somebody will be a guest on this show, damn it. We get LeBron. <laughs> we can get Luca and like, hey, Luca, hey, let, me, let us holler at you. Hey, yo, Bro, real quick, real quick about Luca. Did y'all see that video of him uh cussing or whatever? <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he hanging outside of Fudge, man. Bruh, this man is a fucking oh my fool, God. bro. I, I looked at Luca. I was like, bro, this doesn't even look natural. This doesn't, doesn't even look natural, bro. It doesn't. But you know, people forget. They they be forgetting just because he's white. No, no, no. Luca is from a village. Luca is from nothing. He is from the boonies. Luca whooped somebody ass. Let, let somebody try Luca like a regular white dude. For one, he's six seven. I don't know why you just try random six seven dudes. I wouldn't do that. And he not, and he not Luca, little. He ain't built Luca like that. In fact, Luca out here trying to call somebody pussy. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? Hey, you know, hey, Luca and Porzingis, they be. A word on the street, they be hanging out around Harry Hines. Like, for what? <laughs> Y'all need to be. Hey, man, Porzingis could throw down too. Again, 
Porzingis is from a village in the middle of nowhere. Wouldn't Man, recommend that ass whooping. Shout out to my boy Porzingis, bro. My boy Chris Stapps finally growing some goddamn nuts. Now let's see if he can continue. Let's see if he can continue that into the playoffs, though. Luca with a shag. That's fair. Luca shag. Luca shag. Don't you? I think one time for the one time he should grow a shag. He has to for the for the for the culture. He has to. But y'all, we've ended up. We've had some laughs, and we are now at the end of the episode. How does it feel, fellas? It was good. Thank y'all for having me. This was fun. Can't believe I'm oh, fighting yeah. cartoon characters. Never thought I'd do that at 25. So, hey, that's that's hey. the beauty of the D1 Ignite University podcast, baby. We make you do things we never thought you would. <laughs> Expect the so, unexpected. Oh, the and the Lakers, the Lakers beat the Nets tonight. Yes, sir. I go. mean, that ain't saying much. Ask them how they did Miami the other night, though. Hey, LeBron James still did what he had to do. Don't matter. That's not the point. So, final thoughts to the people. Joe, what do you got to say? You going to plug yourself real quick? I'll plug myself real quick. So, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, the Bebo Boys, everything Texas Longhorn sports related. Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple. We have some laughs. We have some good times. We bring Jamal on. Probably going to bring Jamal on here again here soon. Uh, probably, maybe, honestly. Honestly, we'll probably bring you on, Jamal, for uh, uh, for, uh, signing day, our signing day episode, especially with the big Arlington Bowie uh, signee potentially coming to Texas. So, or OU. So, I mean, it could go either way. That's final two. So, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, definitely, if y'all check that out, if you're a Longhorn fan or if you like to hear us trash the Longhorns, because we do both. Jamal knows because he was part of it. So, I I trash y'all all the time. Uh, okay, Eric. All right. Boom, Eric. <laughs> no one cares Whatever. what Eric has to say. Look, I'm not letting him go to OU. Stark already called me. He said, "Hey, I need you to pull up at his house and do some convincing." Oh, and- I got a theory of that real quick. Okay. Gary Patterson comes in as a special assistant. Okay. That means they're banking on Sark to blow this season up. Yeah. No, right. no. I think they're banking on Kwiatkowski to suck ass. That's what I think they're banking on. And then Gary Patterson's just going to slide right into the defensive coordinator spot, and then it is over for the Big 12. It is. 425. If you don't know it, we run nickel in this bitch. Base <laughs> formation. Cool. Final thoughts to the people. Hey, man. Final thoughts to the people. Everybody out there, man, be safe. Um, please watch your finances and don't go over the salary cap. Um, <laughs> shit. Tough. Also, man, keep an eye on Jimmy G. I'm going to say it again. This man has not thrown a touchdown pass in this postseason. He will win games off swagger and charisma alone. Which is crazy to say. Crazy to say, but he's been doing it. EG, final thoughts. Look, all I know is it's W2 season, so make sure you uh, (laughs) claiming all them kids that you only see once a year. Um, (laughs) Protect your chicken. And uh, follow your boy on Twitter, Eric McFly. Lord. Oh, yeah. Wait, so, let, me, let me plug my Twitter. Okay, you can follow me at, at Joe Scanlon TV on Twitter. I'm a big Twitter guy. You don't need my Instagram. It's all good. <laughs> hey, you know important. what, Joe? So, ladies and gentlemen. You know what, Joe? What's let up, me what's up? Farther in Red River Week. Yo, hey, I mean, I'm, I'm hopefully I'm going to have, I'm gonna have, uh, I'm gonna have weekends off now and a little more money. <clears throat> I wouldn't mind making it. It's only like a nine-hour drive back home. I'm, I might hit it up. I don't only. Know. Only. Only in nine hours. <laughs> only nine-hour drive. 
I don't mind long trips. I really don't, unless there's like nothing to see, which unfortunately is Kansas and Oklahoma. So, yeah, but uh, but I, I went to Red River in 2019. That was a good time. So I mean, I, I want to go back. It's just it shouldn't be 450 bucks for a damn ticket. I'm sorry. Lord. Shouldn't I? I ain't gonna talk about how much them tickets. <laughs> I was about to say you were sitting on the split, so you were yeah. sitting fifty yard line. Yeah, I ain't gonna. So, but, yeah, uh, we 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 won't we won't we don't need to get into that this episode. We'll try it again later. Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to thank you for listening to the one and only D One Agent Universe podcast. We look forward to coming to you semi live or whenever the hell I feel like it at this point. So like I love to say at the end of every episode, keep learning, keep living, keep loving. If you need somebody to, to file for, you know, your W-2s, you know, you need a baby daddy for your dependents, go ahead and holler at you. Yeah. But anyway, clear out full hearts, can't lose. Ladies and gentlemen, we out. <laughs> the University.